Hey guys, have you checked out 336 Daily? Did you know that sometimes, in fact, pretty often, I've been recording it in my car while driving to different job sites? That's how easy Anchor is to make podcasts. With Anchor, you can record your podcast and edit your podcast and upload your podcast all in the Anchor app, and then it makes sure it goes after iTunes and Spotify and wherever you need to put it. It, they take care of everything, distribution. They help you with advertising and getting in commercials. Check out the Anchor app. Go to the App Store and download the Anchor app for free or go to anchor.fm to check it out. Hey, this is Kevin Gosman. You're listening to Section 336, Baltimore's best sports talk. Hey, this is Jay Gibbons. You're listening to Section 336, Baltimore's best sports talk. Are you crying? Are you crying? Are you crying? Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Baltimore sports fans of all ages, welcome to Section 336, Baltimore's best sports talk. I'm your dearly sitting host, Matt Soroka. As always, I'm joined by the button lover, Josh Soroka, back fresh from Florida with the tan. Yeah, that, yeah there's no tan. It was no, no cold tan. down there. Yeah, okay. And we're also joined by a guy who turned down an opportunity to be the Orioles' new bench coach just so he could keep on doing this podcast. The zany one, Burt Rohde. <laughs> Do you ever watch our little show intro video and think about the people who are like just caught in the camera frame who are now forever immortalized in our video intro? Like the innocent bystanders. Immortalized is thinking an awful lot of yourself. I'm, I'm mostly thinking of uh, Boog Powell, who has no idea what he's doing, <laughs> that, he, that he even got a picture taken with you. <laughs> yeah, but it wasn't right. really a picture. He thought it was a picture, he but really it was a, a video. Picture, yeah. Yeah, we fooled, <laughs> but I don't think he's not even looking at the Boog. camera. No, right. <laughs> he didn't care. He and then there's care. this guy in a blue Under Armour shirt standing next to you at the Boog station who is just like oblivious, and I want to find out who that guy is. Okay, maybe we'll look out yeah. for him at the yard. Yeah, yeah. Him down. If yeah. you are that guy and you're a loyal 336-er, 
uh, hit me up. I'll give you one of those Mark Trumbo shirts we couldn't give away at FanFest. <laughs> <laughs> and we tried. I gave you guys a bunch of I gave well, you enough. Partly, Josh, I had a couple of people requesting like XLs. Oh, like, yeah, the sizes definitely. are a bit whack. A lot well, of smalls in there. Why do you think the sizes are left over? Because yeah. everyone else bought the XLs and all when, when Trumbo was good. Yeah. We Not- had one of the ladies at the concession booth uh, come up to us and say, I'll give you all free hot dogs. If I can get one of those T-shirts for my grandkid, I'm like, let me give uh, you a small say, Mark Trumbo. That, that's way <laughs> worth it. Yeah, we were doing some bartering at that yeah, point. Yeah. That's not, yeah. But then it got awkward because I kept going up. I didn't want a hot dog yet. I just wanted a soda. Yeah. So I went up to the concession and purchased a soda. And every time the lady's like, you want that hot dog yet? <laughs> I'm okay. <laughs> not yet. Did you ever get the hot dog? No. Oh, what, why didn't you just take the hot dog? I, I wasn't really feeling a hot dog at did, the time. Did you pay for the soda? Yeah, I did. But you gave away uh, yeah. a Trumbo shirt? $3.50 for a can of soda. Can you yeah. believe that? Madness. I, oh, oh, Madness at FanFest. You want to see some of my receipts from Disney World? Yeah. Oh, I believe that. I went four hours without eating or drinking a thing. <laughs> Not giving those guys my money. Yeah, it was. And we needed those Birdland discount, uh, the season ticket, 15% off concessions at FanFest. Even then, then you're starting to get a little closer to what is an acceptable price for a can of soda. But I want to eat those hot dogs anyway because they're, they're no longer SKs, so I'm done with them. And they, right. I, I saw her. She was cooking them like on a George Foreman grill with like the grill just popped open and sliding them side to side <laughs> while the grease dripped into the little tray. I'm like, Ugh. even is if it, I wanted a hot dog, I don't think I want uh, that is, hot dog. Is that above or below 7-Eleven in the little <laughs> spin wheel? I don't know. It's Yeah, it's Fan Fest hot dog. Well, uh, well we got a packed studio today, boys. We're also – let me – introduce our guests too we're also joined by brian and chris from from loop league uh brian welcome thank you thanks for having us uh, brian's yeah. in studio chris is is and, on the screen and chris hello chris hey can guys. you hear us okay <laughs> I, I can hear you <laughs> yeah welcome we're excited uh, to have you guys in your studio we're going to talk about some super bowl and and prop bets what do you guys want to start with super bowl talk or fan fest talk uh Let's do fan. Let's mix it up. Let's do Super Bowl, Loop League, all that in the middle. Let's start. Uh, can we start with a little bit of Fan Fest? Yeah. Then get into Loop League because I'm a, I missed Fan Fest, so I want to hear about okay. it. Okay. But all then, about it. But let's go and start general Fan Fest stuff, and then let's get into the player interviews and stuff. Yeah. After. Yeah. Okay. Does that makes sense. Yeah. We probably should have did this before we went on air, but this is going to do right here too. <laughs> right. We had, um, we had more. Okay. Stuff. We're winging so, it. So let's just start off with some highlights. Okay. Um, I've been promoting the the. Um, Slogan: Caution wet floor, right? For the rebuild process. I remember right. that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Caution wet floor. Yeah, it's a, it's it's the best hashtag we could come up with. Yeah, but we had a young man at FanFest who decided to take this literally. Albie, oh <laughs> <Burns> my son, <laughs> kid, <laughs> runs up to me and says, "Uncle Matt, watch how fast I can run." Takes off running. Just <laughs> <laughs> right at the beginning. Splat face first on the cement floor. Definitely did a face plant on the yeah, cement floor. Yeah. That was a good start to <laughs> Is this like before FanFest started? Yeah. Before they let Before the general work? public got in there? Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> he had the whole uh, convention right. center floor to himself. Of and it was slippery. Run. It was concrete, but, but it was slippery. I merely thought about caution what floor. Yeah. Like, this is, this is it. Great. He now, lived it. Now uh, that's my highlight. Uh, now mid <laughs> Mid Atlantic <laughs> Wiffle Ball guys invited yes. us to come and hang out at their booth and Tim and Paul, Tim and Paul, hang out, our, put up our banner, help us get the word out, and yes. them get the word out. Yeah. So how was that? How was the booth experience? Good, good. Um, I think it was cool. Yeah, Tim taught me a lot about wiffle ball. 
Uh, have how, you seen how to scuff up a wiffle ball? Have you watched any of the videos? Yeah, they had a little iPad right. showing videos. It's not stuff. the wiffle ball that like we play at oh, the no. beach. We're we're gonna get our butts whooped if we put a team together. Yeah, we're, put, <laughs> we're putting a team together, and we yeah, we're gonna play the minimum number of games. It's gonna get ugly. Yeah, if we're doing loop league with our wiffle ball games, <laughs> I just I'm scared to see what the over under yeah, for well, our. Uh, yes. What are we better at, loop league or <laughs> wiffle <league>. ball? <laughs> yeah, well, no, I, I think we'll be what like. Uh, 10-point underdogs the going into is, any wiffle ball. And I don't really – Tim was explaining me the rules, and we're going to start – we're going to get a tournament going here yeah, I think um, in, in May. I, May. Yeah. yeah, and I'm excited about it. But we need to sit down and talk about the rules of wiffle ball. Right. It's a little bit different. Have you seen how they throw that ball so hard? Yeah. It's more like and baseball. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Softball is a little bit uh, getting soft for me. Yeah. It's, it's, I think there's some weird rules bit. with, like, running the bases or yeah, something. Yeah, like you don't run. Yeah. yeah, there is no running. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> that would be, would that be a weird rule about running? <laughs> and – uh but the bats, you think of wiffle ball, you think of that thin yellow broomstick yeah. bat. It's not that. You're allowed to use that if you want, but you're crazy. Why would you ever want to use that tiny Wait, can you bat? use the big red bats? It's not. It's in the middle. <laughs> it's in between the big red and the thin yellow. It's blue, so it's like in the middle. It's it's like It's got a nice little barrel on I it. I like that wiffle ball bats are defined by color. But they, but <laughs> Big they, red and <laughs> They had one special bat, though. That was oh, a, yeah. a $200 wiffle ball bat. Yeah. He it had was, it there. It wasn't made of plastic. It was some what's type it, what's of it made uh, of gold, um, kryptonite or something. No, it's it's it some type of metal. It was impressive. Yeah. yeah. Wait, it's a metal wiffle ball bat. Yeah. Some kind of composite. Like thin, yeah, composite. Can I use like my softball bats? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> no, but it was it was. All right. They uh they also had with them the you know with these more organized wiffle ball leagues, they use this uh, square metal plate as the strike zone. Right. So you don't have to have a catcher if you're pitching. And you just hear the ping that yeah. it hits the tin, and it's a strike, right? Know, yeah. Without having to have an umpire or a catch right, or like, anything. Didn't you ever do that as a kid playing pickup games where you use like a bucket? Sure, it's the same idea, right? Yeah, but they had like a real one there. It like that, okay, that, that they ping. use in their league. Did they show you like a, a fast pitch or something to start pinging the thing? Not really. Like okay. there wasn't enough room for that. Gotcha. They but, said uh, if in coming years, what they prefer to get is a larger booth space, and they can bring in one of their top pitching guys. To do a live demonstration, and strike everyone out. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think if you combine that, and because when I saw the strike zone, it reminds me of a duck tank. For right. for just for you know, uh, for the the visual, every time you hit a strike, have someone in a duck tank and dump somewhere. <laughs> I think that would be a good idea too. I can get behind that. So uh, yeah, for were, were people maybe Chris Davis back there getting dunked? I, were I people interested? In dunk Chris Davis. Were people interested and excited about wiffle ball? Yeah, it was it was interesting, right? Because uh, there was people definitely of all ages. Right, because you um, think like, wiffle ball, and some, you think like some ten-year-olds were like pumped about wiffle ball, <laughs> and there was some like guys definitely in their like sixties and seventies excited about wiffle ball. Yeah. So I, I think it's uh, cool that it cool. feels to, and you know, uh, and and Tim knows this better than than I do, who was there promoting it, and Paul. But there was some like hardcore wiffle ballers, like oh yeah, yeah, that's, I, that's I played the wiffle weird, ball. That's the weirdest thing like I didn't realize yeah. there was a whole group they, of people who are wiffle ballers. They've got a tournament in like two weeks. It's like in yeah, a, York. Yeah, it's in York. I I was thinking about driving up until I saw that the tournament starts at 10 p.m. and it goes until 6 a.m. Oh really? Oh, all night. It's, a, really it's an overnighter, and I said, well, that'll ruin that's my wild. weekend. Yeah, that's I was going to go check it out to be like, all right, we want to do one of these tournaments. Let's see what it's about. But I'm not doing an all nighter. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, but we have we have uh, things in common. Uh, they, they just do that as a hobby. Um, to waste all their time and money, just like we do this as a hobby, to waste all our time and money. So that's, we have that in common. It uh, worked out good, too, because uh, those guys had people show up that were interested in the wiffle ball, and then they were able to like yeah. say, hey, these guys are here with us. And same deal with any any three three sixers that came up to the table to say hello to us. 
we were introducing them to Tim and Paul and showing them what the wiffle ball was all about. So uh, I think it worked out okay. Yeah, and we saw a bunch of 336ers, which is always a little bit weird to me because when you do this podcast, I just kind of assume no one ever listens. And so it's weird. To <laughs> I assume like, that too. <laughs> well, that's I, I do. Like, I, I think I've talked to you guys. I forget that yeah. like this is people hear us. Um, but we met um, Douglas, who who I was talking to. We had a good conversation with him because he he's mad at you, Josh. He, Why? Well, you know, I guess sometimes this one isn't time, the guy that I that got mad you? that I so, told someone to get injured or something. Right? No, no, you forgot his name. I guess last time, oh, uh, I, Douglas and uh, I, I anyway, everyone's name. All right, anyway, um, uh, and then there was also Joe, of course, um, Dan and 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 Dave. Uh, it was a bunch of, and then some old friends. Uh, like Ryan Blake, who I think we're going to try to get on the podcast again. Yeah, Eric a, RDT. Um, Eric RDT, Derek Arnold, you know, yep. all the, all the, uh, all the, the big names. Yeah. Um, Bird's eye view guys. Attendance was a little bit down this year, right? I think it was 8,000. So, on yeah, the dot. A little bit down. <laughs> <laughs> exactly 8,000 people, right, according right. to all the reports. It's like, it's, exactly. It's like they picked out that number ahead of time to say, this is what we're going to tell everyone who's there. Yeah, it, we, it, we, was, uh, it was interesting to have people come up who I had never met before like who know my kid's name and oh, like, yeah, that's they're like creepy. why aren't you at disney world right now you're the one that's always yeah. at disney world yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah that's a little <laughs> i'm like oh wow we really do have people listen to this show and how about the guy who's attracted to matt yeah he i don't think he showed up or at least he wasn't there when when i was there mm. okay um we had this creepy guy who who i don't know if he's you can't creepy, call him creepy. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's creepy and he watches our show every week and he wants us to decide who's the best best looking on the show, yeah. and he wanted to it's, come see us at FanFest to decide in person. Yeah, but Josh wasn't there, so it threw off all the scales. Josh, had That's probably why I didn't that. show. He knew I wasn't going to be know, there. There's, uh, I really love when people come up and introduce themselves, and, and we get to talk about the show a little bit. Um, it's really uh, – it, it, it makes me happy. Um, but then, like, people are so willing, comfortable saying, hey, listen – the audio last week wasn't like the audio last oh, week. Oh, the phone show. It, 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 <laughs> yeah, the, it wasn't that the, good. Tell me something you don't. Yeah, don't well, know. we know that. Yeah, and then um, <laughs> you know people. You know what it is? Critiquing the the intro music. Uh, this is the, this is the crap I shelter you guys from. <laughs> I get this stuff where people say, "Oh, the audio only came out of the left speaker out of my car today." Yeah, that's like, and that's what I told him. I said, "Hey, listen, dude." I'm sure all that's true. Tell Josh. It's Josh's fault. <laughs> exactly. It's Josh's fault, all right? Josh, Josh was throwing us to the wolves at FanFest. Just me and Matt there. Yeah. Josh. <laughs> Nowhere to deflect. Signing up for FanFest. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be in Florida when it happens. It was interesting to see. But it was fun. Like, with that, we talked about how extreme that wiffle ball league is. It was, And it's, it's intimidating for guys like us who, I mean, we're mildly athletic for being in our late 30s. Uh, but to see mid thirties over here. But all right, go ahead. But to see some mildly athletic some okay. guys who were like overweight, pushing seventy, standing there listening to the spiel about wiffle ball, well, like because, feigning they, interest. Well, because they they start the the spiel what, with what you, what's this all about? You don't have to run. <laughs> yeah, you don't I mean, have to run. It's you a, don't have to run. That's true. It's true. Uh, yeah, you don't have to run. <laughs> all right. So so that, that's that our, was fun. That's our yeah. It so was, no nobody it was nobody wanted the weird sides trombo shirts. I, I mean, we gave away a good. We hand. gave a All few, right. yeah. Got, got stickers, magnets. Yeah, good. We, I, I, I talked saw to someone posted a picture today of their sticker. On yeah, the Joe. Box. It was it was good to meet Joe. I maybe I met him before. I don't know, but it was good to see Joe or meet him or meet him again. Um, we saw, saw we saw Ryan, who's their uh, usher in section three three six. I didn't recognize, and I didn't recognize because he had a goatee. He, he's like uh, Nick Markakis. He grows a beard in the off season. 
Okay. Did <laughs> he, he recognize you? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, he came up and, and said hi to Bert. But he said All he's right. going to keep it this year for the season. Yeah, apparently the officers are allowed to have facial hair this year. So that's breaking news. We're, we're breaking this on Section 236 right now. <laughs> I, I, I didn't even know it was a rule hair. that they could not have facial hair. Apparently, you yeah. Think, you not think anymore. they fought and said, hey, you guys brought in uh, Andrew Cashman. He's growing a beard. We want that, too. Well, and I think it's more to do with Mike Elias. Uh, and he's not old enough to yet grow facial hair. So <laughs> he, like, appreciates, appreciates okay. when someone else grows Well, it. good. I didn't think Ryan had any clue who we were. So that's good. Oh, yeah, he came right up to us. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Um, you, you didn't tell him, all right, now you're our, you're the Section 336 usher. Here's what we need you to hand out. Yeah. I know. We haven't really talked to any Orioles yet. We're just talking about, like, who we saw. Um, and we'll get to the Orioles. Jake from Bird's Eye View. I, you know, Bird's Eye View is our— Yeah, you don't like Jake, right? Well, he, he, they're our <laughs> leading competition. So I want so hard— to like not like Jake, know, but great. darn it, that guy is so nice. Yeah. it's really obnoxious. Yeah. He's super nice to me every time I see him <laughs> outside no, of the show. Like, <laughs> he has every reason to not be nice to us, and like I try not to be nice to him. Right. But darn it, if he's not the nicest guy you'll ever meet. Right. We're so the, go listen to Bird's Eye View. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> Shoot, turn us off. Yes. <laughs> right. The good thing is Bird's Eye View kind of checks out during the off season. Yeah, they have a new show tonight, though. You know. Uh, well, yeah, because they'll do Twitter. their fan fest yeah. talk. Yeah. So the red and Jake light, was the in there. He was on. in reporter gear. He, he oh, was yeah, in, yeah. The, in the reporter room. Uh, he was. He was. Yeah. yeah. He did that last year too. We always kind of stray back of, from the reporter being reporter. Yeah. Like, that, we'll we'll take always, advantage of the credentials to get in for free. And, I was. Uh, I was joking because I. I mean, it was seriously happened. I was in fanboy mode. I was in my. Yeah. You're embarrassing. I'm not walking in Orioles with you, ball cap. You are embarrassing to walk around with my four year old son completely decked out in a full Orioles right. uniform, head you, to toe. You should not Media. be allowed to go get credentials <laughs> yeah, from so the table. So I go in and full I Orioles gear. I check my name off the credentials list, and it's still like 40 minutes before the general public's in so me and my son are just walking around the concourse and every single volunteer employee staff member are looking at us and said um excuse me ha- have they let the public in yet and i said nope not for another 30 minutes i'm here on a media credential <laughs> yeah because you're not supposed to dress that way with a media credential it's so embarrassing it's why, it's why i we, won't even walk in with them right it's why we can't get you press box credentials <laughs> Because everyone knows what you'll wear. Yeah, I'll wear my Jim Traber jersey. Exactly. <laughs> I never uh, feel comfortable in those rooms. Cause people, hey, did, people uh, do that for a living. I'm just, we're just. Hey, did the guy I meet that I met at the Animal Kingdom come up and see you guys? Oh, maybe I don't know. We met uh, a lot of people. If he did, he didn't say, uh, say well, I'm, I'm from the Animal then. Kingdom. I don't know. He <laughs> oh, was yeah, in charge. Yeah, no. He was in charge of walking around. Uh, David Hess. I couldn't point I out was, David Hess. I think it was in David Hess. No, no, Mike Wright. I think oh, Mike we Wright. saw Mike Wright. You pointed out Mike yeah. Wright right. and his volunteer. Right. Yeah, I think he was Mike Wright's volunteer. <laughs> oh, okay. yeah, we saw yeah, him. Yeah, there you go. We saw you, dude. Or not volunteer. I asked, I asked, I said, oh, so are you a volunteer at the Invest? And he said, well, no, I'm an Orioles advocate, which <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty, pretty sure it's the same I'm thing. I'm pretty sure he's wearing a shirt, a bl- light that blue shirt. says volunteer. In all caps, volunteers. Yeah, yeah. it's basically a, a, like me saying I'm a member of the media. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's take a break from FanFest and get some Loop loop League talk. Loop League! Section 336 playoff picks are brought to you by Loop League. Your fantasy football season just ended, but not if you have Loop League. Loop League is a year-round fantasy sports platform that allows you to merge together events from a multitude of different sports into one comprehensive fantasy league. Take your fantasy football league and continue it into playoff picks, or join us in a few weeks for our Super Bowl prop bets. Check out loopleague.com and give them a follow and like on Twitter and Facebook. Loop League, because fans have no off-season. Did I cut you off a little bit jumping into the commercial as your transition? Yeah. I wasn't really ready for that, but it's all right. Whatever. (laughs) 
one thing when you guys interrupted me, but now you're playing commercials that interrupt me. <laughs> well, you, you set it up, and I'm like, I can squeeze this in right here, and then we can really transition into He's the trying to do some and, producing. And Leave him alone. All right, all right. Trying to help you out. We didn't have show notes today. No one needs to help me out. The, I can't remember having show notes in years. <laughs> yeah, it, well, you know what happened. Once the Orioles like got bad, it was we, it got ugly to type up show notes. So we had to stop. I we st- quite I, literally start phoning it in. <laughs> for the record, I still say I have notes every time. I know. For what it's worth. I know. We just um, couldn't build them together. We will uh, once the season starts. Um, Loop League, though, there's, there's especially this year, I feel like this has been the past few years that there's uh, little reason to watch the Super Bowl. But we watch anyway like the patsies we are. Um, there's no, the, there's, the entire there's, world watches there's the There's nothing Super Bowl. else on TV to watch. Yeah, but stuff like Loop League can add a little bit of excitement to the watching experience, right. I would think. So right. we've been talking about Loop League and uh, like playoff picks yeah. all, all postseason. Yeah. So now we got Brian and Chris on the show to talk about Loop League. So why don't we start with kind of them and what I'll talk about what Loop League is and how it came about. All right, and then I want to get to some Super Bowl stuff. I, I got the whole list of prop bets. You can tell okay, me which ones I you can, want in our prop bet, and then we'll start putting the link out there for everyone to join. I, I got my own prop bets, too. I haven't looked at your list, but I got my own list. Oh, boy. All right, Brian, I hope you're ready to do some coding. We need some, <laughs> we need some extra prop bets added. Yeah, there's 50 on there. I don't know if we have time oh, to 50. get any more. Oh, yeah. my gosh. I'm excited to hear this list. We don't have to have them all in there. We're going to go okay. one by one. Yeah. Through all I, I think, <laughs> it's like Matt reading his brackets to <laughs> yeah. us every year. Right. No, we'll, March we'll, Madness. I think we picked like 20 or something. All right. But, Brian, have, tell us. We had you on, I don't know, last year or so, and we, we talked a little yeah. bit about Loop League. Refresh us and the new listeners about Loop League and how it came about. Yeah, so I won't ever forget the year because in 2012, my first child was born. Shortly after, I was quickly looking for an escape. <laughs> so yeah understandable yeah, fantasy football you know ended the end of 2012 and um you know i was talking to my brother chris um trying to organize you know a different kind of way of staying involved in sports um i'm a huge we're both huge orioles and ravens fans i personally am kind of an obsessive i wouldn't say fan of every sport but i really like to know what's going on i like to have a reason to follow everything so i'm not going to say i'm an nba fan but i follow it Nice. Um, things like that. So I'm also you know, my brother and I both. Um, we've been known to make a wager or two over the years. So when you kind of combine those two things together, it's sort of a perfect harmony. Um, so we kind of conceived this idea to kind of link together multiple events throughout the year, so you can really have a year-round fantasy sports league or fantasy pool or what have you. And it's not really a traditional fantasy league where you're picking players or anything like that. It's really um, a series of pools that are linked together. So you might, um, you know, typically or historically, I've started with March Madness and kind of ended with the Super Bowl. Um, but kind of in between, you've got events where you can pick um, 10 golfers and you get points based on how they do in the majors of the year. The same thing with tennis. Um, the NASCAR playoffs are another well, first of all, that's a thing. Um, <laughs> but you can also, you know, that's also on the platform. You know, picking, and you guys had set up a league for picking the division winners, the playoff uh, teams for baseball. I remember that, yeah. Um, and there's, you know, all in all, there's 21 different events like that on the platform. You know, we had the World Cup on there this past year as well. So obviously that's only a once every four years thing. Um, so really the way that the system is set up now, I, I started it in 2013 with just kind of, passing spreadsheets around to my friends and I wasn't really sure if it was going to go anywhere and then over the next couple of years it kind of grew to a a pool of you know 
70 people plus wow. and That's it awesome. got even though i enjoyed doing it through the spreadsheets it got to be a little bit too cumbersome to kind of compile that you know in, in addition <laughs> to actually you know having a real job and you know paying attention to my uh wife and kids every once in a while <laughs> um, so i partnered with my brother and our other partner ryan to put together um, none of us are coders, so we worked with a third party to, to kind of help with the uh, actual web development. We kind of launched the site a few years ago. Um, 2017 was the first year we actually ran a league on the site. So uh, we're about to enter our third league or third year in existence on the site. And right now it's set up, you know, users can set up a single event league, which is what uh, you guys are talking about for the Super Bowl props. Um, but really kind of the the appeal of it is that you can go in there and select whether it's two events or all 21 events on the platform. You can start and end with um, any two events that you want um, and kind of really link it all year round so you can kind of track who's the, the individual event winner. Um, you know, if you care to be placing a wager on it, the site itself is just an administration for pools, but um, you could have individual event winners, but then also compiles together the cumulative scores throughout the year, so you can have overall kind of winners. Right. So that's the that's the attraction to it is that like I can take my fantasy football league and get all those guys in here and be betting the same guys every every month with a different sport. Right. Or whatever. E right. Exactly. Keep, keep it going all the time and show Matt that I can out bet them in both football, baseball, and NASCAR. <laughs> Brian's the uh, Brian's the brains and the analytics behind the entire thing, but I mean realistically, um, and again, it's not a it's not a betting site, but we come from a long line of very um, a, a family that's interested in placing wagers and doing block pools <laughs> and that kind of thing. Um, and that being said, you know, Brian was talking about um, it was uh, the entire idea was contrived when we. You know, our fantasy league ended. It was probably, I mean, 2012. It, it's been a decent year. The O's went back to the uh, playoffs for the first time in a long time. But um, thanks to uh, I don't. Yes, absolutely. But you know, <laughs> at the same time, you know, you, your fantasy league ends, and maybe the Ravens aren't don't happen to be in the uh, don't happen to be in the playoffs, and there's this this, this depression that sets in. And you know, I personally, yeah, you know, born and raised in Baltimore, but I'm uh, regretfully uh, living, you know, up in New England. Uh, um, lot of rate or uh, uh, Red Sox and Patriots fans. So again, that adds to the depression. This was a, a way to uh, to do something a little a little more fun to to, to keep the uh, um, the the fun of sports going, even at times when um, either there were teams that we weren't interested in or happened to despise that were in the uh, playoffs. And every year around this time, we get to place prop bets on the Patriots in the Super Bowl. So that's <laughs> <laughs> it's the annual tradition. Yeah, I was going back and looking at my history. It's kind of embarrassing. I really don't like this at all. When I picked the Orioles to win the ALE last year. <laughs> what an idiot. <laughs> yeah. You're just going to pick them again this year. I know I will. <laughs> um, but, oh, it's, uh, but that's the cool thing, right? That, that you can kind of look at the, at the leaderboards and, 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 and see how you stack up and see the histories. And, um, yeah, and over time and – I don't, I'm not a huge uh, fantasy uh, baseball guy. It's just a little too much going on there. But something simple like just picking playoff teams and tracking that over the years, I think it's pretty cool. Because I always think, right, I always assume that I can pick every division. And then I always forget by the time it gets to October to see if I really picked them right. But it's cool to track from year to year. Um, pretty much, I don't like, the only reason I don't like stuff like this is it just confirms over and over again that, you're bad. that I'm not as accurate as I think yeah. I had. Like my revisionist history is always, <laughs> yeah, man, I nailed that. 
but you forget all the ones that you missed, and this reminds me of all the ones I missed. Oh, right. That's we, cool. But can, can can we talk about some Super Bowl stuff here? Yeah. So what we're doing, um, we we've been promoting it all all month with the as the playoff picks and all building into this big Super Bowl prop bets before we're doing. So we we've got the we're setting it up right now. You can join by our links all on our social media on Facebook or Twitter. Go on any of those and you can get the link. It's in the show notes for the the show if you're downloaded in on your podcast player. It'll be on there. So come and join us. We'll be promoting it a bunch over the next few days. So you can't miss the link if you're looking for it. So, all right, uh, Matt, we've got like 50 options here. In and it's free to play, right? Oh, yeah, it's free to play. Picks. We're going to have a prize, but I forgot to come up with a prize. We'll uh, have it all set. How does this, um, as far as the, the money goes, if I wanted to do a, a pool with me, Bert, and Josh, could we decide to put money in and Loop League tracks that money? Is that accurate or no? No, so we don't. We have a, just like if you're on a CBS or Yahoo, there's a menu where you can track it within your own login. You can track your finances. Okay. Um, we don't administer any of that. So the way right. that, that we have the pool or the site set up is that any single event um, league is free, regardless of how many people are in your pool. And then any multi-event, whether it's a two-event or a 21-event league, is a flat $4.99. Okay. Again, regardless of the number of people. So if you have 100 people right. or And that's 10 the one people. you want to do. When you're right. setting up your own, you set up that one. Right, yeah. The reason we're only doing the single one is because we want new people to be able to jump on and try it right. each that's time. Cool. All right, yeah, let's get to some of these prop bets. All right. Uh, well, let's start with, with you and what you want to be prop bets. Well, I might be inspired here, all right. um, and, well, and maybe you've covered some of my stuff. All right, all right. I've got the first uh, team to score, the first score and play by a team. So you can pick the team and the type. You can get up to 12 points in that. Oh, wow. I've got the MVP of the game. Yeah. I've got the over-under total points scored in the game, the passing yard leader, the first turnover, uh, the let's see, the first half over under total points. The over under interceptions thrown by Tom Brady. Over under interceptions thrown by Jared Goff. Over under for the longest field goal made. And um, over under for total field goals made by both teams. And what do you have? You've got some other stuff. Those are some that I picked out. Yeah, I like those. Right. You know what T- I wish they would do. You, in the, you know what I wish they would do in the Super Bowl. They have so many cameras out there. Can we get a? I wish you. You know how you can go to. A, uh, they got some online stuff now, like you can watch. I think college basketball games or any ESPN game. I think from like the basketball right. cam. Um, cause oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Or whatever, and yeah. that's pretty cool. What I think they should do is they should have a camera dedicated to just each individual player the whole time. Like I want a camera. <laughs> oh, we're, we're, get, we're getting there on on Tom Brady all time. I can just click on that thing and just I watch guarantee, Tom Brady the whole time. I guarantee that they have a camera tied on Tom Brady the entire game, okay. even when the They're defense just, is on the field. But I would have access to that bench. camera. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know how many times they went to the Joe Flacco camera when he was on the bench. I mean, they've got a camera on Tom Brady at all times. They just don't give us access to that camera yet. Because as you guys know, I'm a huge Tom Brady guy. And one, <laughs> one of my favorite things about Tom Brady is when he, like, throws his arms up in disgust. Right, like, right. Both arms up. So I would like a prop like bet over under how many times Tom Brady throws his arms up under, <laughs> in disgust. I like that. That's just a little subjective of is this disgust or is 
Well, I'm talking both arms up. With him, it's usually you fairly go, obvious. Yeah, he's you a demonstrative go, guy. How many times does he go whine to the ref? With both arms up. Right, both arms up. Fine. The whole yeah. point is both arms up. Does that have to be up or can the they be out is, like though, this? I, how many times is it? You really want to know is how many times does that happen on camera because it's going to happen a lot more out, out of camera. All right. right. You mean, right. And that's the thing. Right. All these Super Bowl prop bets, the silly things like that, they're all based on the broadcast camera. Right. So not right. I don't think we have that one, right? No, I think, <laughs> is that one on there? I think last year I remember there was an over-under times that Giselle was on camera. I think, it was, I think yeah. it was set at two and a half, and it went over in the first half. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. <laughs> it's, right. um, Have you seen – all right, uh, what's, the, what's, the coach, what's the coach of the, uh, the Rams? McVay. McVay. Have you seen the McVay spotter video? No. He's got a – Oh, yeah, yeah, He's got yeah. the spotter that yanks him and oh, keeps yeah, him yeah. off the field the whole yeah, time. Yeah. He's the strength and conditioning coach. Yeah. Well, yeah. that guy, there should be a, a uh, prop bet for how many times they got to pull him back, how many times the, the spotter yanks him. Well, that's a good one. <laughs> is, is the game on Fox? It's on, No, it's on CBS. CBS, baby. Oh, Because so that's why we get uh, – because it's uh, – Jim Vance and uh, Tony Romo. Jim oh, Nance. Oh, it's to- Tony Nance. Romo? Yeah. Some, okay, yeah, it's Tony Romo. I think a good prop for Tony Romo would be how many times does he accurately predict the play that's about to, that, that that happens, right? That's his thing. Yeah, I do like um, that What's he the was over-under a- for that, for uh, Brian Chris? What do you think over-under the times that Tony Romo accurately predicts what's going to happen? Or how about what is his uh, what is his job next year and how much is he making? <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. I mean, I, I do like that people were asked asked them this week. Hey, why couldn't he read the defenses so good when you when you were yeah, on the field? That's a good, that's a fair question. Yeah, it is. It's a fair question. Um, another prop bet idea. Well, speaking of which, I'm I'm sure this probably won't happen again. So we'll have to put like the over under at a half. But I like the um, Belichick breaking the iPad, or is the, it a the, micro Microsoft a Microsoft surface. surface? Oh yeah, but, but yeah, breaking that one that was good. That was fun. But I'm more of a commercial guy. Do you guys have any prop bets related to commercials? Um, how many of them are good? See, <laughs> it's that, over under one. Yeah, a lot of this stuff becomes subjective, right? right. Like um, how many funny? Well, commercials? it would be it would be um, your commercials. Yeah, it would be. Do we have the Clydesdales? Yeah. Well, can we do something related to that? Like, how many um, of the commercials are overtly political? That would be one. Overtly political. Well. It, you mean how many like how many are Me Too commercials basically? Well, yeah, like, yeah, like yeah, the those types of commercials. I'd say one hundred percent. Try to get a message across. Okay, speaking of which, here's another one. In, in the past, it's been like um, GoDaddy and Hardee's. It's been it's been popular to make women into sexual objects for commercial purposes. Yeah, you're not yeah, gonna that, say any of that's that. A, that's a zero. You think that's a you zero. think the zero now? That's that's no longer. Two thousand eighteen. Yeah. No, no women as no. sexual objects in commercials. No, maybe an overweight white man. Doing the same. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. You is no. Big Daddy not? Does Big Daddy not have a spot again? Go Daddy. No. Big, <laughs> go Daddy. No. <laughs> go Daddy will have a no. Big Daddy in their right. commercial. No, no. They there's no, no hot mamas. Oh, that's, that's, a, that's a straight zero. Oh, I, I disagree with you. How about I'll uh, take that prop bet. How about kneeling or or protesting, fists up, whatever. Well, is it a popular the, prop? the anthems? Oh, how many commercials will Colin Kaepernick be in? Yeah. Well, Zero. that would be a political. That would go under my political category. Okay. Would um, but another po- a popular prop bet is always you know the t- the length of the national anthem. Na- national anthem. That's always who's about. singing it this year. Gladys Knight. Ooh, that's gonna be a long one. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, who's Gladys Knight? At the over. Motown. Old person. Yeah. Oh, Josh, right. come on. 
Gladys Knight. Well, they, I know that they had a lot of trouble getting celebra- getting stars to perform in Ooh, the Super Bowl this year. What will be the first Maroon Five song that they play at halftime? That's got to uh, be a prop bet. How many angry like tweets at Maroon Five will will there be? That's, <laughs> All of them. Moves like Jagger. Yeah, I think the refs will be under scrutiny too. Any yeah. um, prop bets related to refs? Is that like number of penalties caught or something? So all the ones right. on the site are purely football related. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh shoot! Right. Penalties is football related. But these are all ideas for next year. Right. <laughs> We're very custom. How, so. how many missed penalties? How, how about the number of lawsuits after the Super Bowl for the, that the losing team fan base? Deflated sets? balls. Yeah. But oh, that's, that's a good one. How many times is is Belichick cheating brought up? Well, um, I I mean, how many shots of I guess Goodell becomes another popular one? How Goodell? many shots of Goodell? Yeah. I was thinking Gazelle and yeah. Giselle. Oh, Goodell. Yeah, Giselle and Goodell. Goodell. Yeah, maybe they'll be sitting together. <laughs> <laughs> what about uh, chances that Giselle is caught on camera after the game blaming the Patriots' loss on somebody else on the team, other than Tom Brady? If, if there's right. a loss, that's a, that's a good possibility. <laughs> Edelman there's, shouldn't have dropped the ball. There's no Wes Welker to take the uh, Oh, Wes Welker, here. yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's paid to catch the ball. Get, you, get your little white receivers right, Bert. Sorry. Right, so the rest of, the rest of these are going to be, uh, like, number of punts, who how, scores the last touchdown. How about who, who wins? Is that one? <laughs> who cares who wins? <laughs> the game against the did I, not, did I not say that as the first one? You said who scored first is the first one. Yeah, the game against right. the spread is on there. All right. Yeah, the game against the spread. Awesome. And uh, Chris at Loop League is coming to us live from uh, Patriots country, isn't it up there? That's why. Regretfully, yes. Yes. Yeah, that's Where a nice Brady jersey you've got. <laughs> now, I see, hey now. I see a Ray hey Lewis now. jersey in the background there. That's right. That's actually a green screen. <laughs> he can make it whatever team he yeah. wants back there. That, that, hey. Each podcast he goes on, right, he switches right. the, you're, you're the green screen. Loop you got to switch that up. <laughs> that's not, that's probably a good idea. Write that down, Chris. <laughs> right. Get green screen or, or multiple jerseys. Yeah. Are you guys, uh, Chris Brown? Are, are are either you guys into the gambling? Do you guys gamble on sports? Are you guys sports gamblers? Not officially. Yeah. Well, sure. We're, I mean, it's not legal not, Maryland not, not yet. Not on Loop League at all. Yeah, not on Loop League. I mean, on on the on the side when you make a trip to Vegas. Oh, no, it's 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 legal in a lot of states now. Is it legal it is. up in New England? Um, there there are Indian casinos or Native American casinos. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're politically correct here. This is not a Fox pro, uh, broadcast. Um, uh, in Connecticut, um, there's scratch tickets and that kind of stuff, but uh, there's. Actually, no casinos, and I'm in New Hampshire. But uh, Brian and I have been known to uh, get together and go to uh, a casino or two here and there. Right, because we can go to Delaware now. And for you can sp- go to downtown Baltimore. Not for sports. sports. No. 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 Maryland. We were actually at a casino together when we found out about the uh, um, the Nelson Cruz signing, I believe. So. You guys need to get back <laughs> to a casino. <laughs> I know. Right. Come on. Something go good back. to happen. Come on. <laughs> You guys go back. Maybe we'll sign Adam Jones. Turn the season around. All right. So I'll have these prop bets up and have the league all set up. It's all set up now, but I'll have the link out uh, by the end of the show. I think it's in the show comments now, but I'll have it out. You have to say we got so everyone can, can jump on and join and, us. And so, a few of us are already in there. And so how the league works is it adds up all our – how many we get right from them all and it gives you a total score? Yeah. So each each – like prop bet is worth a total number of points. It's worth a certain number of points. Yeah, yeah. most of them are worth seven points. Um, 
there was a method to that madness at one point, but basically your typical over under kind of an average one is worth seven, but some of the ones that are a little harder to nail are worth more. Like the ones where you got to pick a player. Yeah. Gotcha. Like a passing yards leader is obviously it's going to be one of two people. So that's less points, but a receiving yards and leader. There's some uh, partial, partial score ones, right? If you get the, uh, like the, right, if you get the, the right team, uh, but the wrong player, you can get right. partial scores. Gotcha. Yeah. So, all right. Yep. Can you adjust mid-game or when the game starts, you're done? <laughs> you can't adjust what? mid-game. What? There might be some, like, who's going to score last? Are you insane? What? Yeah. Hey, what? Can I make some? Can there be no. new? Well, how about we add some new ones at halftime to adjust? You get on top of that. All right, right. Write, <laughs> that, write that down, Chris. All right. <laughs> All right we'll, make, we'll make a second league for Matt that starts at halftime. Well, it's, that's, it's all second half bets. That's because, you, you know, you're talking about legalizing gambling in states, and that's going to be kind of the cool thing. Is the in-game stuff right? right. That you well, gamble yes, yes. in the stadium, and that's yeah in the stadium. Um, I mean, hopefully at home on a laptop too. Right. Wait, what? Right, we're talking we're talking loop league, but yeah, there I'm are sorry. yeah I'm, there yeah. is there <laughs> are there are other other real apps, Josh. Apps that, you know, there's, there's other apps that do stuff like that that will be exciting when money starts to get involved, where it it'll buzz your phone and say, uh, Chris Davis is coming to bat. What's he gonna do? And then you say strike out and win. Yeah. And, it pays, and, and then pays immediately minus five thousand, and right. then immediately Venmo's it into your account. Yeah, basically like instantly. Yeah, but this, <laughs> but this loop league's cool because it's it doesn't cost any money, but the winner will get a, a, a free a small Mark Trumbo <laughs> <laughs> make, make Baltimore great again, again T-shirt. And, so it's, any, it's a reason to any play. Any magnets left? We'll definitely throw magnets in there. <laughs> and some magnets. Yeah, there was and some magnets some left. Yeah. and and Bert's brand new iPad. Yeah, and brand, I ain't brand throwing that in. That's brand new, baby. Brand new, baby. So, all right, yeah, sign up there. All right, can we get into some? Go back to baseball for a little bit. Yeah, because I gotta know about. Uh, I want to talk about some of these players. Lots of uh, quotes. No Machado and Scope. They didn't show up again. Brian and Chris, were either you guys able? No, Chris, I doubt it. Uh, Brian, <laughs> were you able to make it to Fan Fest? I did not. I don't think I've been since I was a kid. I don't really like to battle the crowds for that but uh <laughs> i haven't been an autograph hound for a while now i remember i used to go to card shows and you get them for free and oh you yeah, yeah. Stand in that long line but uh you you don't want to stand in a line for 45 minutes to get a trey mancini jersey no oh, dude, okay. we stood in we stood in line for 45 minutes to get a craig worthington jersey. You know? oh yeah <laughs> all-star <laughs> cards on uh yeah, road harford road must have forgotten about that one. <laughs> yeah. I stood in a line for Leo Gomez autograph once when I was Leo a kid. Gomez, yeah. Well, there, there you go. I don't recall ever standing in a line for an autograph no, my entire me either. life. Randy Milligan, I had, Mike Devereaux. I had, I had all those guys. I had Mandy stand in line last year for me to get a Buck Showalter autograph. Okay. But I didn't deal with it. Yeah. I got in the occasional just like run into someone, but I don't think I've ever stood in line. And I purchased a couple. Yeah. I've never stood in line. I purchased a couple. I've Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking if uh, I I ran into a few players at FanFest, but I'm not. You're not going to get an autograph. Like I don't care about an autograph. If I get to say hello right. to somebody, that's good enough for well, me. Well, that's that's one thing in this today's world. The, I don't even need that really. With, well, with <laughs> the, the thing now that people want more than autographs is the picture, the selfie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, right. we're seeing a lot of grown men stand in lines to get a selfie with princesses. <laughs> It was a little creepy. Oh yeah, yeah. I got without issues. kids. I got issues with the grown ups at Disney World without kids. Really? Yeah. Oh, I would I go without my, kids. 
Well, Manny I, mean, I, I have I've, before. Manny, I've been without kids. Yeah, Manny, I mean, I Manny and I went on our honeymoon. Oh yeah, you got me honeymoon. Oh, that's true. Yeah, about? you hypocrite. So you I, have your pictures I, at Epcot. I, on a stone. Yeah, I've I've been <laughs> I've been that guy. Except I haven't been. <laughs> no, I hate creepy, that guy. No, I haven't been the creepy guy. Josh to get the picture with the princess and running around trying to trade pins <laughs> with everyone. Yeah, the, well, they're the pin weird. trading I don't know a bunch of weirdos. Right, but they're the pins. same. I mean, the people have their things they're enthusiastic about. These weirdos just happen to be enthusiastic about Disney pins. Some people are enthusiastic about Joey Rickard autographs. Like, who can explain it? Nobody can explain it. Doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I, I think, sorry, I, I think cheering for a baseball team is a, is a little different. I think a grown cheer, man waiting in a long line alone with no children for a Joey Rickard autograph is just as bad as a grown man walking around Disney World looking for a Mickey Mouse pin. Hmm, it's maybe. just as bad. Maybe. I don't know. You're you're getting I'm not sure. Too, th- a little bit too close yeah, I think to like close my to very me. existence and, and who I am. Right. So I don't want you to go there where I'll start. By the way, here's a picture of me and my son holding a Joey Rickard bat <laughs> <laughs> at Camden Yards, a fan fest. Did you get Joey a Joey Rickard, Rickard bat? bat? They just happened to have that bat there, and they said, here, hold this bat for the picture. Wait, it's that- Joey Rickard's bat. I'm like, even better. <laughs> oh, wait. So was the picture this year at the locker room? It was not It was in the same room, but they got rid of Buck's table. Because nobody wants to there, sit in Brennan Hyde's table before he sits in it. Yeah. So we've settled for this. Maybe, maybe Buck took the table with him. He said, I'm out it here. Was gold this top table. This table's going with me. That's the official manager's table. He might have taken it with him. All right, so I got a lot of quotes here. I'm going to read the quote. Yeah. And I want either Bert or... You're way too excited about that. Or, or Josh or Chris or Brian. All right. Um, Brian with player. a CH to jump in and guess <laughs> the player. Um, and this is... You can also participate at home on Loop League with this thing as well. I'm just kidding. <laughs> this is not yet on Loop League. But just another thing to jump down, yet. boys. Not yet. <laughs> Write that down. Right, right. When, they get, <laughs> right. when you guys are ready with that... that Click on the spot. We'll have you set up some loop leagues for Section 336. Click when Matt reads Joey Records' quote. I I think there's some really good potential for a loop league at FanFest prop bets. I I had this thought, too, is why didn't we play some some bets ahead of time on FanFest? We could do, what about a Section uh, 336-specific prop uh, prop bets for the upcoming Orioles uh, season? Oh, that's a great call. That's a good idea. Yeah, Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. Someone write that down. Yeah, plus or minus four starting pitchers. <laughs> Brian, you write that down to tell Chris to write it down. All right. <laughs> I got, I got some quotes. You tell me who said it. Okay, <clears throat> this is at FanFest. Yeah. So all these are Oriole players or coaches or management. Okay. Um, or ushers. <laughs> or a random person you overheard say or, something. Or fan. What are the odds of I've heard of any of these guys before? Obviously, this is the quote. Obviously, I want to be the starting catcher. Who doesn't want to be a starter? I want to be back there every day. I just want to keep growing and keep learning. We've got a really good coaching staff, and there will be a lot of learning going on. That's good for us. It should be fun. I think it's obvious. Rick Dempsey. (laughs) (laughs) Is that Austin Wins? Hale Joseph, for sure. (laughs) Yeah, can somebody... Chance he wasn't a fan fest. Never mind. (laughs) Yeah. No Caleb Joseph, yeah. Thank you, Brian. The answer is Chance Sisko. Somebody's taking this seriously. Right. <laughs> I'm very competitive. <laughs> but that's Vicky a funny. Sullivan. But that's a little bit of an interesting quote. I, he wants to be starting catcher when he couldn't even make the the, the team last year. Right. Yeah. Right. He was sent down. Um, had a rough year last Except year. That, that, isn't everyone who's at FanFest want to be? I mean, the starting starting whatever. Well, the it's question was probably posed. 
uh, would you like to be the starting catcher this year? And he says, obviously, I'd like to be the starting catcher this right. year. If they ask but me, I got a lot to work on. Right. They could ask me, would you like to be the starting catcher? And I'd say, sure, I'd like to be the starting catcher, but I don't know how to play catcher. Oh, not me. I'd be scared <laughs> to death. Uh, yeah, maybe so. <laughs> of what? Getting hit with that baseball. L- losing a ball. L- losing to something. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> oh, even it true. could hit me in the elbow and just clean knock my elbow off. Yeah. As long as Tanner <laughs> Scott's not pitching, I think I'd be okay. Here's the next quote. Absol- it begins, absolutely, absolutely, which is a great way to start a quote. Two absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, that's Trey Mancini. And that was my goal after 2015. I wanted to lead the big leagues in home runs. That was a personal goal for me that year. But moving forward, I wanted to continue being a threat to play as a power hitter. And I don't feel physically like I've lost a step. I don't feel like I've lost any ability. I think, if anything, I have a lot more perspective than I had a couple years ago. I still feel like I'm at the top of my game. I still feel like I can compete with anybody. And I'm looking forward to the chance to re- to kind of redeem that. Who Eddie, is Eddie Murray. Chris Davis with the Baltimore Orioles, and I'm listening to Section 336. <laughs> yeah. Chris Davis still at the top of his game. Well, he, still? Still he, feel like I'm at the top of my game. He, he feels like it. Yeah. <laughs> from, from I, four I, years ago? And I still feel like I'm 21. Yeah. I mean, I, and he, I felt like that last year, too. So What game is it, though? He didn't specify. <laughs> yeah. It could yeah. be a wiffle ball. Red Dead Redemption. Right. He's killing it. Right. Did it was, did, all right. was that conversation at the, at the Mid-Atlantic Wiffle Ball yeah. table? I'm pulling all these out, out, of, out of context. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's something where, yeah, you want – you want to root for Chris Davis. You want to think that maybe he can find whatever it was and get back to that player he was. Are you okay with Chris Davis doing this every year? What I saying feel, saying the saying, same? Saying yeah, I, I'm working on the off season. I, you know, I understand. I've been, I, you know, I'm going to get better, and I'm going to. I still feel good, and I had a great off season. I, I get sick of this. I, it does. This. It sounds a lot like what he said last year. He did get into talking how he's gotten together with some of the, his old coaches from Texas and stuff. So Yeah, and then it's going to be know. revealed three months later that he went for a cup of coffee with two of them, and that's the only interaction right. he had. And I that's mean, what happened maybe. last year, right? Like he got in working with right. the with the hitting coach in the office. And then Scott, Scott Kubal Kubal. says, I never got a call. Yeah, and then Jim Palmer calls him out on it, and, and, and turns out he didn't work as hard in the offseason on cha- adjusting his hitting as I, he did. I like, I like Chris Davis. I want to – Friend of the show, Chris I wanna, Davis. I want to – I may have been texting with Chris Davis a few days ago trying to get him back on the show. Yeah. Great guy. It may have said, who is this on the response? Yeah. Who this? Who this? New phone. So, But that doesn't mean he's not coming back on the show. Um, or back to his 2015 form. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so um, I uh, I want to think that he can do it. And we've. It's just it was so bad last year. You would think he's got to do he's got to actually work out this offseason or do something. Right. To to me it doesn't phase me at all. It's like being in a room where someone farts. You hear it, but it doesn't really cause a reaction until you smell it. So, I can hear him say that, but until he actually produces results, it's not going to phase me. <laughs> I hope the audio picked up that whole response. Yeah. That was a great <laughs> yeah, answer. Much weird, That's a great okay. answer. My mic always <laughs> acts weird. I know. Um we got to work on that. With Chris Davis, Josh's fault. I'll be all, I'll be all over it. Yeah, right. Yeah, anyone at FanFest say have something to say about that? Um, uh, all of Bert's zany jokes are getting uh, wiped out because of the microphone. So my phone wasn't working today. I forgot the cord for it, so I cl- I had to listen to one hundred five seven this morning. Oh my gosh, I'm sorry. And uh, Rob Long was on there talking about how he emceed some of the stuff at. Uh, yeah, so Fan he Fest. was talking about how Chris Davis. Is playing for his job this this spring training. Is there any chance that the Orioles, if he does not turn it around, can dump him? 
They uh, can't, right? No. They, they, he's, I don't he's know. Stuck. No, if, if you uh, put that thing on loop league, I'm putting no. I'd be interested to see how Mike Elias would handle a complete utter failure by Chris Davis in 2019. Like, yeah. you know, here here's a big uh, big decision for a GM to make. Yeah. You eat the money and just get rid of him. But it doesn't matter next year. Or over under, this over year. under two years remaining in Oreo. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think that's right. Like, like when the Orioles want to be competitive again, then it matters. That, then it that's matters. Now sure. it's more valuable. Yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah, keep putting them in the number eight hole. All right, here's here's my next here's my next quote. Um, someone asked a fan. I love fan questions. Oh yeah, the fans are so. Bert, what was the first fan question that they asked? Um, I've been a Frank Robinson fan since I was a kid. What's what's Frank up to this day? How how come we don't hear much from Frank Robinson anymore? And you're, this and, is the first question to, to the to new Mike Elias? Yeah. Orioles general and manager, Mike Elias. Did they, the whereabouts they? of Frank Robinson. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> nothing about free agency, right. international signing, trades, minor leagues, no. Favorite metric. What's, uh, he, he was my favorite player growing up in the 60s. <laughs> and this is this is from. Like and then the, Jim Hunter announced that the fan question session's over. <laughs> right, right. This is was this from the the members like the what are they the Birdland members? Yeah, the people who the got season, in early, the season to, ticket holders, to get their private Q and A with the new GM and, and the new the manager. Question? And that's the first question I that gets I, asked. I hope everyone booed them. <laughs> well, how did Don Michaelis handle it? I think it was an audible eye roll from everyone else in the room. Like you could hear the creak of everyone's eyes rolling. Yeah, uh, but anyway, here's a quote. Um, um, how did how did Michael Ice handle the fans? Like you know, Buck makes jokes and everything. How's Michael Ice? And, yeah. uh, and they Brandon all seem like a lot of just canned answers. Yeah, I'm sick of Michael Ice already. Here, right. here's, <laughs> what about? Here's the, I got a couple of Michael Ice quotes. All right, all right. can I share Michael Ice yeah. quotes? He said, um, "Let me guess, Michael Ice." So, uh, someone said the answer is Michael Ice. Mm. Um, you have to say who is Michael Ice. Uh, put your answer in the form of a question. No, but they asked about him. You know, there was a lot of shade being thrown by the fans at the prior regime with mm. good reason. Um, and so one fan asked, like, hey, the prior regime was a bit wishy-washy when giving answers. And Michael Elias' response was... Yeah, I liked his answer. How about if I'm not wishy-washy, but I'm still indirect? Will that work? <laughs> yeah. I like and, that answer. Yeah, I know, Josh. This is what pissing me off on Michael Elias. Everyone's like, oh, what a great answer. No, but he's doing it's... the same thing Dan Duquette does, yeah. like not giving any answers. But whenever Michael Elias says it, everyone's like, oh, that sounds really smart. When yeah. You, when you ex- <laughs> but when Dan Duquette did it, we crushed him for it. Because what would you expect him to say? Indirect is a more professional way of saying and, wishy-washy. And you know what? I, 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 I like it. I, I like know, it. but, but, you know but why do you praise that answer? I didn't praise it. I like yeah, it. you said you liked it. Like He's it. getting it printed on a t-shirt. I like it. Section336.com. Indirect. <laughs> I'm still indirect. I like it. I like it because it's honest. Where, and on the back Dan is the Duquette, word wishy-washy with an X through it. Dan Duquette would have said, well, I'm <laughs> not wishy-washy. Right. Dan Duquette, just indirect. Dan Duquette would say, I'm not wishy-washy. And then he would just talk in circles. Yeah. It'll so, be like the Ghostbusters like logo with wishy-washy in the middle, just <laughs> trying to burst out. <laughs> Here's another quote from Michael Elias. We're in a very competitive division, and it takes baseball players a little bit of time to get from amateur baseball to, to the major leagues. That's just how the sport is. We're very cognizant of that. We're going to do everything we can, and if it happens this year, great. But we're not setting those requirements in terms of a successful season. So there he left open the possibility that if it's this year, great. That this year could be the year that they uh, this is the year make the playoffs. <laughs> he did not close that loophole. Why not 2.0? Yeah. So uh, jo- that's more for Josh's argument that this could be the why not year where right. we come within one game make Good. the playoffs. Nice and direct answer. <laughs> yeah, 
Here's another quote. That memorable year when we didn't make the playoffs. <laughs> Here's another quote. Um, hustling is just being a good teammate. That's taking pride in not only yourself, but your clubhouse and how you're being perceived. Those are a lot of things we're going to talk about, but it comes down to a core of being a good teammate. Who said that? Manny Machado. That's actually a Manny Machado quote. <laughs> no, that's not Manny Machado. No one's ever confused me with Charlie Hustle. Uh, that's a Manny Machado quote. Right. Who said that? Uh, is that a uh, bench coach? No, we don't have a bench coach. Is that uh, one of our coaches? Or is that a player? Uh, it's uh, Hyde. Yeah. Mm. Thank you. That's, that's Brandon Hyde. Um, he's all about hustle. Which I don't know if that would have went well with our old team, but with this new team, I think it will work. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I think he would have had some issues last year. Yeah, I don't know if Mark Trumbo is going to be all about that, but I think for the most part, as long as there's no pies involved, I think Trumbo will be all right. Yeah. Here's another one. This guy was asked about being in Baseball Americas and Baseball Prospectus's top 100 prospect rankings. Mm. He said this, so that narrows it down to three. three. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> he said this. It's exciting to see things like that, but as a player, I try to tune those things out. Just try not to focus on rankings and be the best player I can be, but it's a good feeling to have people feel that way. It's a cool honor, but it won't help you on the field. The guy in the box doesn't care you are ranked. They want to knock you down the rankings. I like that quote. Well, well let's get get rid of Diaz. So yeah. we're not Diaz. It's a Mount Castle. <laughs> or DL Hall, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the guy in the box doesn't care you are ranked, so it's got to be a pitcher. So we're going D.L. Hall. Yeah, yeah. that's a D.L. Hall quote. I, I like that quote by D.L. Hall. Um, who was ranked, and I don't know who does these rankings, but he was 54th in Baseball America. 54th. But in the Baseball Prospectus, he was all the way down to 92, which sounds like a pretty good, a pretty big drop. Big distinction between yeah. the two rankings. Yeah. But he's still young. Uh, <clears throat> so it's a big year for D.L. Hall. See what happens to him. Um, another quote. Speaking of um, Oriole minor leaguers, got a couple Oriole minor leaguers here. Feeling really good. Body feels good. Actually got on the mound this past week and have two bullpens in now. Feeling good. Worked my butt off this off season again, and hopefully just trying to prevent injuries. It's been the tough. It's been tough the last few years, and hopefully we can put everything together this year. I haven't felt anything other than normal soreness now. What Orioles minor league pitchers trying to put it together for the first time in like oh. ever? Hunter, Harvey Hunter. I think that's an easy one. Yeah, <laughs> Harvey Hunter. Yeah, that's the Harvey Hunter quote. <laughs> yeah, he feels good though, guys. He feels good. Yeah, right <laughs> over there. He laughed over there. You break. like his name? Because it's Hunter Harvey. Yeah, Hunter Harvey. Oh, what did I say? Harvey Hunter. Yes. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> He's Jim Hunter's son. Um, on the scorecard is Harvey. I'm sure that's what he meant. That's what Josh is Josh speaks in scorecard. Right. <laughs> what, what else you got to say there, Sroka Matt? <laughs> uh, this next one, uh, a little bit tricky, but I think we can do this one. Um, you've got, here's the quote, you've got to get strike one, and it makes the at-bat so much easier. I had Zach Britton at the beginning of the year tell me I had, I'm sorry, I had, he actually said I had Britton Zach at the beginning <laughs> of the year telling me I had, I had to attack and get ahead of the hitters. By the end of the year, I started realizing that and was building on that. For me, it's still about command. My walk ratio is one of my biggest problems, and I know I need to cut that back. Scott Tanner. Uh, Givens, Michael. I, I, I go Michael Givens. Oh, no. We got Neither two one? Michael Givens. We got one for Tanner Scan- Scott. Brian, where, where do you go on this? Oh, man. I feel like 
going to be someone obscure like Mike Wright. No, Josh, it was Tanner Scott. Oh. Josh got it. Um, throw more strikes. Tanner Scott. All right, here's a tricky one for you. When with this one. Um, it's going to be – this one's challenging. But this is a, a player that maybe a lot of us is not become a super familiar name, but I think maybe this year will become a much more familiar name. Um, it's going to be an awesome time to be around other uh, – I'm sorry. Let me start over. It's going to be an awesome time to be around older guys, guys that have been in the big leagues and just learn. Really excited to be a sponge and soak up all the information that I can. Just get to know all the guys a little bit more in depth. It will be exciting. What Orioles prospect outfielder is that? Austin Hayes. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll give you your, I'll give you a nice full screen to think about it. Um, uh, it was in the uh, Arizona Fall League. Uh, Tim. Matt's nodding. Yeah. Yeah. What's the name? Toronto Blackhawks name. DJ Stewart. No. 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 No, it's not Ryan Mountcastle. It is. But you got the Ryan right. McKenna. McKenna yes, yeah. Ryan McKenna. Good. Bam. Yeah, that's Ryan McKenna, who had a big year last year. Um, like, I think he, he's a name that could he was, be. He was with Delmarva last year, right? Yeah, he was. Real low, low A. Yeah, he was caught up, and he got a promotion kind of midway through the year because um, that just uh, went gangbusters. Right. So he could be another. I mean, we got a lot of, I think, really talented outfielders. So it would be interesting to see how those outfielders so- sort out. I feel a little bamboozled when it comes to DJ Stewart. You mentioned DJ Stewart. Yeah. Um, you play MLB The Show recently. Their updated rosters have DJ Stewart, and he's like a prospect A, potential A, right. which is the highest. And he starts off with like a 75, which is really good. <laughs> so like in a couple of years, he's like a 90. Right. And like DJ Stewart's sense. not that good. No, it doesn't make <laughs> but sense. But they have him as being like the Orioles' best prospect. They do. On, on MLB yep. The Show. Hmm. Yep. So they every time I like see Vlad, DJ... He's like Vlad Jr. Yeah, so I assume DJ Stewart... Next year we'll hit 30 home runs with an on-base percentage of like 380. So that's because that's what he does on MLB the show. Whatever though, that's that's my thing. Um, I don't know other stuff about FanFest. I thought about waiting in a line for free stuff, but then the line was long. I was like, I'm not doing that, so I didn't. But there were only 8,000 people there. I know. But yeah, I got in line right at 10 o'clock, uh, and it went pretty quickly. But it was all for they. They were giving away some of the stuff was good. They the stuff I didn't have like the tie, the puffy vest. Uh, but then they have How's a giant that? pile of Trey Mancini t-shirts. I'm like, that's cool. I, I'm i good. I already got one of these. They're like, here, take two more. And they're just like shoving right. Trey Mancini so shirts on I've you. I've never gotten in that line because I don't like to wait in that long line. What do they give you, like everything? You just take you whatever you You get one of everything. I got a, a necktie. I got the puffy vest. I got a gnome uh, with the Hawaiian vest, the Hawaiian shirt gnome. Oh, that, that's pretty good. Uh, Trey Mancini, two Trey Mancini shirts. Two well, of uh, the Oriole, it was a logo shirt that was kind of cool. Uh, but it was all just extra giveaway stuff. Well, that's that's cool. That you did <laughs> something. You need to go home tonight, Bert, and watch that show with the Japanese woman. Tidy up. up. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. Does that gnome with a Hawaiian shirt bring you joy in your heart, Bert? <laughs> Not Does really. Does it bring you joy in no, your heart? I, I would like to find something else to do with it. Then say thank you for your service here. Yeah. I, I no longer need you. And let it go. Let it fly. <laughs> Release it out there to to to, to or, the wild. Or go on uh, and flip like two clicks over from that Titan show on Netflix and watch Slobby's World and about how you can I've paint watched it Slobby's up, World too. Paint it up and, and sell it for a bunch of no, money. No, don't and rip do that. Because that's knockoffs. That's how it starts. Then you flip two more over and you're at Hoarders, and now your whole house just becomes those recreated. Right. Self art bobbleheads. I now have a, a fairly good sized box 
full of Orioles giveaway stuff yeah. that I already have before, and I added all this other stuff that I got at FanFest that I've never worn it, still folded, brand new, yeah, still in the Yeah, you line for it. Well, it boggles my mind. I, I barely waited in line. So <laughs> I, it's not like I got in line at 2 o'clock and waited around for right. an hour and a half for garbage. I got there right when they opened the line, so I was in line for maybe 10 minutes. Yeah, but it might as well be garbage. Uh, I'll wear the necktie. <laughs> I'll wear the necktie. <laughs> and then it sounds like a nice prize for the Loop League. Uh, yeah, we can, we can give away uh, some of the stuff I have in this box. Uh, yeah, give yeah. away some giveaways. Giveaways and giveaways, absolutely. Um, any other thoughts uh, on FanFest? I got some things I'm going to tell you guys after the microphones are off. <laughs> <laughs> was, I, I've got some questions about FanFest. Oh, good. Uh, go ahead and shoot. Right. Brady Anderson. Nah, didn't see him. I never saw him, yeah. All right. Brooks Robinson, uh, Eddie Murray. I saw a picture that they were there. Their Q and A time. I don't think so. No, I I saw Dave Johnson doing his normal uh, helping out with T ball or whatever. He's always in that clinic field, like Mount St. Joe or whatever. Mm -hmm. I saw Uh, uh, Pedro Rojo, Arojo, 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 Arojo. I think you pronounce a J somehow in that name. I don't think, but whatever. No, I think you do. But anyway, he was doing the autographs, and he was wearing glasses inside. So pulling mm. a old, old sunglasses, sunglasses kind of guy, sunglasses. wearing sunglasses inside yeah, the building. That's a yeah, yeah. You guys thoughts on that? But uh, they were good looking. Usually that's though. a way to hide the fact that you're still drunk from the night before. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so let's assume that's the case. All right, good. Yeah. Um. Uh. One more question: the yeah. tone of the fans, excited for this new regime, still frustrated at the fact that they're losing. Or do people actually think they're going to win this year? Uh, I I asked some of the listeners who came up about you know their thoughts on the on the team. Uh, friend of the show, Dan, um, who was a little kid. Daniel? Oh, Daniel. Daniel. I'm sorry, right. Daniel. I'm too, yeah. too informal. Who, who was Daniel. a little kid, and now he's like a grown man. Yeah, he's a sophomore in high school now. Shout out to Daniel. Um, and he's like two feet taller than he was last time I saw him. He's taller than me okay. now. <laughs> anyway, um, his, his dad uh, came up and was like. Eric. Uh, Eric. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I know everyone's name. <laughs> Eric, I know Eric's name too. A- um, Eric came up and was like, you know, you got to talk to Daniel. Everything he says about the Orioles is negative. Um, and sure enough, everything he says about the Orioles is negative. So he's down. But <laughs> I think. Tell him we're looking for an right. intern. <laughs> <laughs> I think the average um, fan, and this is probably why Michael Eyes is a little bit annoying too, because Michael Eyes done nothing yet, but they're all, all on board the Michael Eyes <laughs> train. Board. Yeah, they're, they're all kind of on board this rebuild. They all like to use words like international money and uh, I heard, I heard <laughs> saver metrics. I heard we're just throwing the rest of the international money in the trash. But, like, up until this it. point, I, I thought we I heard haven't that. spent international money for the past like, yeah. three years or something, and no one has said boo about it. But now, everyone, international money, international money, international money. Right. I, it just, I, it's just well, funny how, how the that, narrative kind of changes. Isn't that also because we traded a bunch of people for this international money? Like you kind of got to look back at this scope trade and the all and the Kevin Gosman trade. The Kevin Gosman great trade now is crap, considering that you got international money and you didn't use it. Yeah, and I understand that internet being able to sign international players is a really important and, and significant it's new. deal. It's new, in and Baltimore. it's new, but it's just like that's like the new new buzz thing to talk about it for a fan. Yeah, and uh, I heard that the uh, the NASA guy did <laughs> did a metrics talk. Yeah, I left right before that Sigma Dow thing. Yeah, we we had left by then. Okay. <laughs> I hadn't eaten or drink or drunk anything the whole day. I was about to pass out. <laughs> it was like it was like my options were spend three fifty for a soda, 
pass out or, <laughs> or leave. go home. <laughs> or go home. Yeah. So I was like, gotta, gotta go, guys. I kind of um, want my $8 back for the can of Coke and the Gatorade that I got for $8. Yeah. Give me a break. I left the Wiffle Ball guys from stickers. I said, stay hydrated. I'm, <laughs> I'm out of here. <laughs> See you in May. See you in May. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, that sounds good. Sounds like Fan Fest was a good time. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Like it was like for having no players, <laughs> right? You could name. Oh well, yeah. Because <laughs> oh, the other thing that was cool. Every um, the name uh, Jones Adam was mentioned several times by fans in questions. Right. Yeah. And, <laughs> He's not coming yeah. back here. Well, Michael Eyes left the door open. And there was, yeah, but he didn't really open the door either. He just said, like, hey, there's a hole over there. Maybe he'll come in. Yeah. I mean, I think if the price drops enough, it could be an actual possibility. And if he cares at all about the fans, um, I think it would be even a stronger it, possibility. It, it would be. There was no reaction to any questions. Like the Frank Robinson question. <laughs> it didn't get applause or anything. But every time Adam Jones's name was mentioned... There was, was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. everyone got super excited whenever that you mentioned the name Adam Jones. I, I thought was, we didn't like Adam Jones because he refused to be traded at the trade deadline. Um, but apparently we still are big <laughs> Adam Jones people here in Baltimore. I thought we liked so, Adam Jones for not trading. Uh, I, not I, couldn't, I couldn't figure it out if we were supposed to not like him for that or like him no, for I that. No, I think we were supposed to like him for that because we would have just gotten international money anyway. I don't know. Let me get an outsider's perspective. Uh, Brian, Chris, am I supposed to not like Adam Jones because he refused to be traded and get us more talent? Or do I like him because he chose to stay with Baltimore? How am I supposed to feel about that one? I'm going to defer to Brian on that one. I don't have an answer. Well, I say you like him, but not for that reason. But oh, I, yes. I will say I that like there's a reason. bench. They never did name a bench coach. So if you're into conspiracy theories, you know, Adam Jones, player, bench coach, it could happen. Yeah, he, he would not be the first or baseball bench coach player coach. Player. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I like that. Now, will he, <laughs> <laughs> will he be making the salary of a bench coach or the salary of a of a major league baseball player? Though the way things are going, they're becoming closer and closer right, to, to that same, same number. number. <laughs> the way the free agency any, market's uh, going. Any fans seriously asking a Manny Machado question? Um, any Manny Machado questions? I don't. Not that I can recall. There was some good. about like the market in general, and they mentioned that Manny Machado oh, hasn't been collusion. signed yet. Um, and just coincidentally, there or maybe not coincidentally, the number thirteen has not been taken by any of the new players, so the number thirteen is still open for Manny. So there I'm just, just uh, yeah. keeping that open. Has anyone taken the number ten? Yeah. No. Not yet. No, not ten either. Great how, point, how Josh. About, how about Great number thirty five? Thirty five still open too. But you know what's gone? Twenty one. So sorry, Nick Markakis. No, he ain't yeah. coming back. Now we we talked about thirty five uh on last week oh yeah yeah let's episode. talk about this, this but that did come out like the very next day yeah and not really a surprise because we kind of talked about that would be the mike Mussina way yeah i put a loop league i marked it that no hat is what i put on loop <laughs> well, no no logo he still no, has a hat no logo he still gets a hat he still gets a hat i think he shouldn't have to get a hat on there you think it should be like the nfl bust where it's like cornrows i mean whatever your hairstyle is maybe um, beret yeah beret maybe uh, or maybe like a, a one of those cones of shame. Now, <laughs> right? Right. For, for not Dunscat, right? Yeah. So no, so no surprise yeah, that he's going on with no logo. But then for him to go with no logo, how did the Orioles handle that? Yeah, this is another like, how am I supposed to f- feel about this? So maybe Brian and and Chris can help me negotiate my feelings here about Mike Messina. I'm happy Mike Messina got in. Am I supposed to be mad that he didn't choose um, the Orioles? The Orioles. Um, or am happy, I supposed to be happy, happy that he didn't choose, he the, didn't Yankees? choose the Yankees? Like, how do how am I supposed to feel about Mike Messina going um, hat neutral here? 
So I was happy that, you know, when I found out that he got it, got in. Yes. Um, and then I read, I think on Masson uh, two days ago or whatever, that um, uh, I guess the Hall had reached out to him. Again, it's the Hall's call. Um, they'd reached out to him about what he wanted. He said, no, no logo. And that's what they went with. Um, so, I mean, I was, I was happy that we theoretically were going to get another Hall of Famer, but I guess that, I, I mean, but I was also wondering, you know, if he had gotten the Orioles logo, were they also going to put a uh, a statue out in Monument Park of him? Yeah, um, that's Josh's obsessive yeah. thing. Well, I, I do. <laughs> that's I, the first thing Josh thought of a statue, statue, statue. statue. No, statue. Well, it is. Do, do, do I get a little statue? Uh, I, and, and a number a thirty-five statue? retired for the studio. Right. I think I think that's the difference. Is since he goes in without the logo. He doesn't get a statue. He doesn't get his number retired. You call uh, yourself a statue. But we, still, but we still get to be excited for Mike Mussina, the man, being in the Hall of Fame. But he's not Mike Mussina, the Oriole, in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, I mean, it's two yeah. other former Orioles going in the Hall of Fame this year, too. Oh, that's different, though. Yeah. Is it? Yes. Yes. They're, they well, didn't make their name in Baltimore. Yeah. This they is didn't kind of close to, like, Roberto Allen, far-ish. I mean, it's not the same, but, I mean... Yeah, yeah. I guess I mean the difference being that Mike Mazzino was drafted by the Orioles, um, and one would argue, I and think he never spit on a player's face. Oh yeah, or or, or umpire's face. Umpires, and I think pretty pretty definitive, definitively, his numbers were better in Baltimore than they were with the Yankees. Now maybe more playoff action with the Yankees, but still didn't win a World Series with the Yankees. And so I think the, a stronger argument could be made for the Orioles than could be made for the Yankees. Um, but you know what I? You know what I don't get? I don't get people who say like that they don't care. I don't care. I'm just happy he got in. That's kind of BS to me. Like, right. well, yeah. it takes away that whole root for the laundry thing. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm an Orioles fan here, and I want my guys. I, I want as many Orioles caps in the Hall of Fame as possible. And Mike Messina is a guy that I grew up watching. He was my favorite player when I was a kid. We're all around that age, and so like we are very familiar with watching Mike Messina in his prime. Sure. Um. You know the the what best if, starting pitcher that we got to see, that, but that, that that we got to watch as fans until Bud Norris came, came, came along. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> How about actually Sidney Ponson? I think he was better. Okay, <laughs> uh, Sir Sidney uh, Ponson. How about we? How about as the Orioles turn this around on Mike and say, "All right, if you're not going to take our logo, we've got a new alternative hat. It's the no logo hat." And on Friday nights, we wear a hat with no logo. Yeah, yeah this is, and you're really wearing an Orioles hat when you wear a logo, exactly. logo hat. Exactly. I, w- I went back and forth because when I heard he was got in, I was like, oh, this feels good. That's great. Former Orioles superstar, whatever. Uh, the the hard feelings from when he signed with the Yankees and free agency, that that's oh. kind of going away. Now he decides to go no cap. No, I don't care. Screw him. I don't care. Is that how you feel? Yeah. I love that, Bert. I love that. I don't. Not Messina. I know. Grow a pair, buddy. Pick a team. <laughs> He, he should have went with I would have more respect for him if he put, if he just chose the Yankees. He should have went with the backwards hat and then told Oriole fans it's an Oriole logo and Yankee fans. Uh, it's wasn't Yankee that the logo. big push for Griffey to have yeah, him with the backwards, backwards cap? Hat. He should have done that. He, Griffey should have done that. Been I don't know if the Hall would have let him, but Yeah. And what I don't like though, Bert, what I can't stand is the argument, well, well, you know, Mike Messina should go in as Yankee because he didn't pick the Orioles. Like he was drafted by the Orioles. It really wasn't his choice. It's true. And then, and then w- when he had a choice, he went to sign with the Yankees. I don't know if but anyone the problem, picks the Yankees as much as they pick that check that's being hung. Yeah, out and there. the problem was like this is how sports work. Like no one picks their team. Right. Yeah. Like, all American players at some point are drafted by a team, 
and that's who they played the beginning of their career for. Right, right. It's like it's like fans too. Yeah. If right. I had my way, you don't think I would r- rather be born in Boston and be a Patriots and and a Red Sox fan? My life would be a lot more enjoyable if I was born. But I was stuck here. Born as a Baltimore sports fan, so it's what I am, right? I can't pick and choose. It sucks, but it, it is what right. it is, right? Ray Lewis should have been able Machado. to pick what team he wanted to be when he went into the hall. <laughs> when I was walking into the convention center on Saturday, a couple of the ushers and staff were commenting on my son and his get-up in his little Orioles uniform. And like, yeah, little Orioles fan, raising him right, and all this stuff. Like, and my response to almost all of them was like, yeah, I see it now. He's going to be putting flowers on my grave saying the O's finally did it, Dad. It'll be like the, the, the Cubs. I, like, you know, yeah, they should I, I should be raising him differently. We should just move out of Baltimore. Right. It's over. <laughs> Well, wasn't that Elias's like one of his quotes? Also, is the kids in this room will be able to see a parade? Yeah, it's like, well, <laughs> what? I don't care about the kids. What about me? On TV. <laughs> look here, hey kids, look at your dads. They'll all be dead. Right. <laughs> <laughs> your dads who took you to all these fan fests year after year and dressed yeah. you up in your little tiny Oriole uniforms. Uh yeah. Make sure he's buried in his Oriole necktie that they gave away at FanFest in 2019. Right, right. you're going to need that puffy vest when it's October and you're standing graveside. Uh, I like Michael, I should have done that at the podium. Fans, look to your left. Look to your right. <laughs> One of these people will be dead. <laughs> Some of you will still be around. I think that would have been a good way to go. I would have been all for it. All right, Loop League, next Loop League, Loop League competition. Brighten this down in Section 36. Um, will we be alive next World Series? Can, can, uh, <laughs> next time we get to the World Series? Yes. Yes, there. I, I like Mark that it. confidence, Chris. Mark it, yeah. Says the oldest person. Well, Chris and Brian, we appreciate you hanging out with us and joining us for the you know past hour. Yeah, thank you, guys. And we encourage you to uh, check out Loop League and all that... Uh, and and our, our join our join our Super Bowl, our Super prop, Bowl bet. prop bet. We had tweet a link or something. How's that going to yeah, work? Yeah, it's on Twitter. It's on okay. Facebook. It's on the podcast link. All it's all there. You can't miss it if you're looking for it. Yeah, and so go ahead while you're at it and follow at Loop League, so you have it right there. That's the Twitter handle, right? At Loop League. Yeah, yeah. and on Facebook as well, right? Loop League. Yeah, yeah. Our, uh, Ryan is our Facebook director, and. Um, Let's just say we haven't really gotten too big on there yet, but uh, we're, we're trying. Oh, right, shots well, fired at Ryan. I love right. it. Go, go like it anyway. You know who's big on Facebook? Grandparents. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, those are the people who won't be alive. <laughs> and this is why we we stream live on Facebook every every week so grandparents can, can enjoy watching us. Hey, Nanny. Hi, Grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Gigi. <laughs> All right, boys and girls, thanks for listening. Go to iTunes and write us a review. If you came up to, to meet us at FanFest and you haven't read us on iTunes yet, um, come on now. Okay. Be a real coconut and go write us an iTunes. If Get on that. Here. Right. If you made a complaint about the show to Matt and Burke that they haven't passed along, yeah. just hit me up and send me the complaint. Yeah, or write <laughs> an iTunes review. Give five stars and sneak your complaint in between a compliment in there with five stars. Five stars. Yeah. All right, and you can follow us on Twitter. Um, for all this good good stuff, you can follow me on Twitter at Section336. Follow Bert on Twitter. At Bert Rohde. Follow Josh on Twitter. At Josh Soroka. All right, thanks for listening, boys and girls. And as always, go O's. Thanks, guys.
Thank you for listening to the Section 336 podcast. Please go to iTunes and Facebook for all complaints or the occasional compliment. If I were you, I would not take any baseball advice from these guys. Josh and Matt were raised by an Orioles-obsessed father, and Bert, uh, well, Bert fell in love with Don Mattingly. He has a thing for mustaches. <laughs>